On this edition of the Stories Behind the Songs, highlights from our Las Vegas show, Come Blow Your Horn. Saluting the greatest trumpet players of all time, guest starring the best in our city, Bill King, an ardent supporter of our Musical Arts Scholarship Program, who donated his considerable talents to this fundraising performance. That opening number you just heard, Java, was a million seller for Al Hurt, who studied the horn with a teacher who had actually played with John Philip Sousa. After playing the theme for the Green Hornet television show, Al was signed by RCA and recorded 22 albums for them. His success was such he became part owner of the New Orleans Saints football team. Well, next, a trumpeter who was turned into a star when Jackie Gleason chose him to play lead horn on the very successful and romantic series of albums called Music for Lovers Only. All this success was something of a minor miracle, considering Bobby Hackett's career was nearly ended when, as a young man, his lip was badly damaged by a botched dental surgery. So much so, he had to take a job as a guitarist with the Glenn Miller Orchestra just to keep earning a living. Over time, his lip recovered and he eventually picked up his horn again to blow one of the most memorable solos of all time on one of Glenn Miller's biggest hits. When Bunny Berrigan joined the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra, his roommate, when they went on the road, wound up being a singer you may have heard of, uh, Frank Sinatra. In 1937, looking to establish his own identity as a solo artist, Bunny Berrigan recorded a then little-known song by Vernon Duke and Ira Gershwin. It would become a classic. Harry James had his father to thank for his renowned virtuosity on the trumpet. Dad insisted his boy practice exercises a minimum of one hour a day before he could pursue any other pastimes. James was famously married to pinup queen and movie star Betty Grable. According to the IRS, they were the highest paid couple in America. The James Band had top ten hits with such tunes as it's Been a Long, Long Time, Sleepy Lagoon, and the number one smash, You Made Me Love You. And of course, this signature Harry James hit.
Miles Davis was the son of an affluent Illinois dentist. It's been suggested his father had Miles take up the trumpet when he was 12 just to irk his mother, who supposedly found the tone of the instrument annoying. In any case, Miles certainly took to the horn. While still in high school, he was already playing with the likes of legends Charlie Parker and Jerry Mulligan. Miles became one of the great innovators in his field and is credited as the founder of what was called the cool jazz style. He is the only jazz musician inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for his contributions toward creating what became known as fusion music. His 1956 LP, Kind of Blue, remains the best-selling jazz album in history, recently certified at quadruple platinum. Over his career, Herb Alpert and his Tijuana Brass sold more than 70 million records, winning nine Grammys with five number one albums, 15 going gold, and 14 platinum. As a record producer with his label A&M, he signed such notable artists as Sergio Mendez in Brazil 66, The Carpenters, Liza Minnelli, and Janet Jackson. Herb Alpert is the only performer to ever have a number one hit as an instrumentalist and a vocalist with This Guy's In Love With You. Now we take you back to the Tijuana Brass days with this hit from 1965. To hear these selections in their entirety, as well as signature tunes from Louis Armstrong, Dizzy Gillespie, Chet Baker, and Chuck Mangione, please visit our website, storiesbehindthesongs.org, where we have videos available of the full show for a $20 tax-deductible donation to our Musical Arts Scholarship Program. My thanks again to Bill King for his generous participation and to Troy Shandell on drums, Bob Sachs on bass, and conducting at the keyboards, Ned Mills. We're going to leave you with a song from Maynard Ferguson, who was regarded as a child prodigy on the violin, but after hearing a coronet at age nine, he switched instruments and within four years was soloing with the Canadian Philharmonic. 
1977, the movie soundtrack theme from Rocky had already been a number one hit. Later that same year, Maynard Ferguson had his own hit version. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can join me, Frank Laspina, every day for Perfectly Frank, available on your favorite platform where you can win cash prizes for your participation.